You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm going to be reviewing the big number one from Marvel this week, Avengers number one, written by Jed McKay, art by C.F. Villia, saying that the Avengers book needed a fresh start. Fresh start. It's not a hot take. I think most Marvel fans have been waiting for quite some time for Jason Aaron's run to end. I tried my hardest to stick with Aaron's Avengers, but eventually I just lost complete interest and stopped reading it. Since then, I have struggled with a lot of what's been going on at Marvel. I'm not going to say it's all bad, but most of the time I've been finding myself bored reading even the better stuff. I mean, I have a Marvel podcast that went years without missing an episode. And I haven't had a proper Marvel show in months. But here we are. Jed McKay is starting his run. And while it might be a lot to put on his shoulders, I'm looking at this book to get me fired up, not just about the Avengers, but reading more Marvel again. I said it's a lot to put on his shoulders. So let's jump into this. One of the fun things to do with books like the Avengers and the Justice League at DC is debate about who should be on the team. Of course, nobody ever is right or wrong, so the fun is trying to win the other person over by the end or try to get them to admit that your team is better. This issue has that feel. As Jed McKay presents the team and gives the reasons for their selection by Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Yep, Captain Marvel is the POV character here. And while I'm sure that some fans will roll their eyes or worse, that the Avengers selected her as team leader, Jed McKay may actually win some of the haters like, yeah, he's not going to win anybody over, but maybe by the end they'll begrudgingly admit that she isn't half bad here because I think he does a really good job with Carol and the rest of the team. As a side note, though, it makes me laugh that some of the Avengers who picked her to lead the team seem to now immediately not be included in her team. I think someone like Steve Rogers may call for a revote by the end here, but we'll see. Jed McKay frames the selection of the new squad around a giant battle with Terminus. It ends up having a bit of a herky-jerky pacing, but that does allow for some big moments as each new member of the team is called on then for, hey, give your appearance here. Oh, my goodness. Wow factor. As for the team itself, I like it for the most part. It does have a classic feel, though. I kind of wish that Steve would have been on this team, maybe with Sam Wilson. I mean, I need that GIF. Why don't we have both here? Having two caps would have been crazy, but I could have went with that. Still, I love having Vision and Scarlet Witch involved. And while some of the recruitments may not be as exciting as others, Jed McKay does use them to give the reader a spin on the characters and most importantly show that he gets them and has their voices down from the start. I think that that's the strongest bit for this first issue. The big take I got from it all, though, is that the team has a lot of potential for drama. Carol and Tony, Sam and T'Challa, Vision and Wanda, Thor, when Thor's working on his own Thor issues. Boy, if we get Avengers Mansion back, it could turn into the real world very quickly. It's, It's something like I'd like to think that Carol has all this in the back of her mind, so we will see some of these issues worked out during the run. I don't think that's beyond the realm of possibilities here. It looks like that's how it's set up. And that may actually make the characters better overall. And that's a pretty cool potential for this. All this leads to the Avengers assembling. They take down Terminus. But at what cost? 
The cliffhanger will make a lot more sense if you read McKay's Timeless book, which I do suggest everyone go and do. Uh, and away we go into a new era of Avengers. And I did like this issue. Jed McKay does a really good job with the characters and gives even new readers a solid start to a new run. I went back and forth with C.F. Villiers' art on this issue. I'm not a huge fan of his style. I know everybody has their fans, and a lot of people will say, but I love C.F. Villiers' art. I just don't. Uh, But it never lessens my enjoyment of an issue. I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying it's kind of not my style. It's usually the lack of detailed backgrounds that can throw me off at times. But in this issue that's more about the characters anyway, it works well enough. As I said, I like this issue, but I didn't get that wow spark deal that I was hoping for yet. But as I said at the beginning of the review, that might be putting a bit too much on McKay's shoulders. And this is just one issue. However, I am excited to read the Avengers for the first time in a couple of years. So that should be good enough for me, right? No, because I'm a selfish prick, trademark, and always want more, more, more. That's just me. So all of this, though, I'm giving Avengers number one an 8.3 out of 10. And I'm looking forward to finding out what others thought of it in the comments below. I think that most people will be at least a bit excited that they can kind of jump back in and read the Avengers. It's a huge book. And having that long, drawn-out Jason Aaron run, it it just took the wind out of my sails overall. So I hope that this does kind of kickstart me into getting excited. I'm reading all of the Marvel stuff. I need to just get excited about it all, excited enough to, you know, record some reviews and do my podcast again and things like that. And I think that this is a good first step for that. So that's that. Thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the review, and I will talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.